0: and welcome to The product cast, also known as The Podcast. This is your window into the UK's thriving gift industry, covering everything from product design to sales, retail and beyond. The podcast is brought to you by Gift of the Year and supported by the Giftware Association. I'm your host, Alex Ryan, a marketing consultant, and each week I'm going to be interviewing an expert from our vibrant, hardworking community. And this week I am very thrilled to welcome to the microphone Joe Lockhead, Managing Director of The Crafty, kit company hello joe
1: hi hi Alex. how are you doing i'm really well thank you yes
0: good good thank you so much for joining me today i really appreciate it um i like to start these uh, podcasts if it's okay with you with a little thing uh called quick pro go it's a a very bad pun which i keep having to make excuses for every time i record an episode of this but basically it's a quick way of introducing you to our guests and your business as well um if you're game then i'll give you 30 seconds to introduce yourself and then i will give myself 30 seconds to introduce your business does that sound okay that sounds great good good i'm glad you're up for the challenge i haven't had anyone re- reject the challenge yet that there will be that day i'm sure um, so 30 seconds about yourself like i said i'll cover the business so feel free to not talk about that or feel free to talk about it whatever you prefer mm-hmm. um i'll give you three two one and then uh, and then you can begin here we go three two one go <laughs>
1: Okay, so I am Jo Lochhead. I, I am the director of the Crafty Kit Company. Um, I'm a creative person, so I like to spend my time designing products. That's my favourite part of the business. I um, recently discovered cross-stitch after very many years of not doing it, and um, that's going to inform our latest uh, range of products, actually. i um, got two children, three cats, four hens, and live in lovely East Lothian.
0: Great stuff! Wow, I like the way you did your your um, animals and pets in kind of chronological, a <laughs> uh, numerical order. That's very yeah. impressive. Was that was that rehearsed?
1: Oh, absolutely! All all worked <laughs> out. Yes. What did I go from the children? Did I do the children and then two children? Two. Came?
0: three four, four four hens
1: four hens yeah oh, i'm
0: so jealous of people with their own chickens that's fantastic yeah. that must have been brilliant during lockdown
1: it's been amazing actually so we've had we've actually had hens for years and they kind of come in batches because uh we realized they actually don't go on forever so uh, yeah yeah and <laughs> yes of course we've had rescue hens that actually ended up lasting much less time than we thought that they might and uh yeah, you get used to hens coming and going over the years. When you've got them and they're laying, it's absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. And yeah. where are you on the tier scheme at the moment in East Lothian? Are you are you a tier two still or are you into tier three now?
1: Oh, we're t- I think we're tier two. So we are kind of the whole of the central belt of Scotland. So Glasgow, across to Edinburgh and then into East Lothian, we're all on the same tier. But actually things in East Lothian, they're... Very few cases in East Lothian, and it's, it's much worse in the city centres.
0: Oh, good, good to hear. Good to hear. Well, um, you've you've uh, had your go uh, at that quick pro go. My turn to introduce the business. So this is the Crafty Kit Company. Um, everything is from online research. So apologies if uh, if anything's wrong. And actually, if anything is wrong, you can take it to your marketing manager, whoever does your marketing, and tell them off. Because um, this is what the internet says about Crafty Kit okay. Company. Would you give me a three, two, one?
1: Three, two, one, go.
0: So the Crafty Kit Company was founded in 2012 and has its headquarters in East Lothian, uh, East Linton, sorry, which is a little bit east of Edinburgh. Um, You sell your craft products mainly all around the UK and in Canada, and your product range consists largely of sewing and felting kits and tools and templates. The majority of your designs are based on animals, but you also see things like snowmen, fairies, gnomes, and teddy bears, and you (laughs) won the gift of the year for the Design and Craft Award for your baby bunny needle felting kit in 2020. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was well, on the dot. Well was. done.
1: Yeah, excellent. Any errors? Any glaring yeah. errors in there? All good. All good. All accurate. Yeah, very good, actually.
0: Fantastic stuff. Actually, when I was researching, uh, for that little 30 second intro, um, I did, I bumped across, across your, uh, your beehive felt kit, which I just have to say is one of the most beautiful things I've, I've seen. It's, it's so lovely. Thank you.
1: The beehive's actually unusual because we, when we're thinking about designing products, Um, We have a kind of um, a rule of thumb, a general rule of thumb. And that was something that I um, learned from Kath Kidston. Actually, I had a conversation with Kath Kidston a few years ago. I did some product design for her. And during conversation, I I asked her what her best selling products were over the, the many years that she'd been in business. And she told me basically anything with a face sells well. So put a face on something. People can relate to it. Something about the mm. eyes. So I've, I've kind of stuck by that all those years until we came to the beehive. And the beehive does, clearly doesn't have a face. There's no
0: face. Doesn't no, face. no, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> but I guess the bees are, are, you know, represent living things. And it's one of our best selling kits
0: well it's it's beautiful and uh, funny enough that's um it's a rule in marketing as well that um you know when you're making adverts whether it's on on tv or magazines or whatever yeah faces do sell and yeah. um, people just connect with them but people also love bees and beehives so i think uh, i can see why it's a winner it's it's fantastic yeah We've heard about the Crafty Kit Company, um, but what was, what was going on for you before that? Um, so it was, it was found, you founded it in 2012. How did you kind of get into that? What was the inspiration behind the business? And, and where were you in life before that business began?
1: Well, I could go, could go back a long way if you want. I'll try and give you the potted, <laughs> the potted version, because I've done a few different things. I have an English degree, English literature degree, and I started out teaching English in Tokyo which was an amazing wow. experience. Mm. Um, and we're actually we're hoping to get back there. We were hoping for next year, but let's just see what happens. Um, from there, I actually came back to the UK and I ran restaurants and an art gallery for a number of wow. years. Um, and then after that, I decided I'd go back to English teaching. So I was a secondary school English teacher. And while I was at school, I set up a jewellery making club for the kids mm. and started beading making beaded jewelry and when I left teaching to come back up and live in Scotland so I lived in London for a while came back up to live in Scotland there were no bead shops so I opened the first proper bead shop in Scotland saw the opportunity yeah and And pounced (laughs) pounced pounced on it there was actually that's not strictly true there was one small bead shop um, in Edinburgh I opened a bead shop in Haddington in East Lothian and we ran that very successfully from 2004 Um, until about 2015. Okay. Wow, so
0: so there's an overlap.
1: There was an overlap. So that bead shop morphed over the years. We began selling fabric and felt and other kind of crafty materials. We developed a few kits. I took the kits to a trade show. Um, People were a bit confused about why is it called the Bead Shop Scotland, but you're selling crochet kits. (laughs) So we changed the name uh, the Crafty Kit Company. We ran the two businesses alongside each other for a while, and then we decided the Crafty Kit Company is is really where we want to focus, Um and the rest is history.
0: It's funny. I, I always think, um, you know, it I felt it myself in my own kind of career that when when you're in school and 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 college and university and studying, and it's always. You, you feel like you should know where you're going in life at that point and you're studying for a certain thing and, and then there's a, a, a certain list of professions that you kind of tick and, and aim for. But actually, you know, life is this very strange kind of, uh, yeah. you know, journey and, and maze and, and left and rights here and, and who knows where you, where you, where you end up. And it's sounds like you've had, um, had some some really fun uh kind of career experiences i mean an art gallery that's how fantastic yeah, lovely <laughs>
1: yeah it was and actually it was it was an art gallery restaurant cafe student hangout and it was owned by a danish couple it was just the most amazing place so those years of doing that were some of the best years of my life actually um so i'm i'm really grateful for all those experiences and actually now when my 16 year old um says to me mum I'm not really sure what I want to do I'm able to say to him it really doesn't matter mm. that you're not sure and there's not it's your career isn't a straight line anymore
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. I think we, we we you kind of become the sum of your your experiences and I've found exactly the same in that I, I never set out to be in marketing or in podcasting but you know various skills and experiences over the yeah. year have have over the years have have led me here so yeah i think it's uh yeah it's important to to uh to be focused but perhaps not to uh set yourself too strict uh uh, blinkers in in your career for something exactly yeah um so during my research, I couldn't really figure out how big the uh, crafty kit company team is at the moment. Um,
1: can, can you, how big
0: are you? How many people are there at your at your HQ?
1: Hang on a minute. Let me, let me just check at the last count. <laughs> so we've actually grown really quickly. Um, we went from, when I had the bead shop business, we went from about a team of 16 uh, right down to when we've just, you know, focusing on the crafty kit company, then we 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 shrank it right down to a team of about three. I mean, that was a number of years ago, and there were really just three of us because okay. we, we'd outsourced production of the kits at that point. And when we took production back in house, well, we needed more people. And then this year has been incredible for our business. I mean, it's it's been the, the strangest of years, but you know, I'm very mm. grateful um, for. The fact that we've been able to provide a product that people have really benefited from Mm. during during lockdown. So we're now up to about fourteen again.
0: Wow! Yeah, you mentioned you know people benefiting from your products in lockdown. I I I hadn't really put two and two together before, but I guess you're talking almost on your your product is one of those that almost falls into. Wellness, I guess, you know, not it's not just a distraction, but there's a, a calming element, a focus element to it, an achievement yeah. element to it.
1: There's all of that. And actually, although, you know, I've, I'm a lifelong crafter and I come from a crafty family. So my brother runs his own pottery business. My dad was a watercolour artist. My mum is, is creative as well. So it, it's kind of in my blood. And I, I, I almost want to say I took it for granted. I never really understood the true benefits of crafting. It was just something that that we all did and we we loved doing. It was part of our, our lifestyle. But it began to be more and more apparent that this was something that our customers were really benefiting from. And it really hit home on one particular occasion when I asked a question on our Facebook page. I just asked a simple question. Why do you craft? And the responses that I got some of them moved me to tears because it was the whole range of emotions and all of these reasons for crafting that I'd never even considered. People who live alone, who suffer from loneliness, anxiety, depression, people who are ill, people who can't leave the house. And this was long before the pandemic struck. Mm. This was last year. Um, And I, I just began to think of... Our business in a, in a completely different way, and it was no longer about making money. If you can believe that mm. to be true, the business was no longer about making money. It was about serving, and and providing a a purpose for people.
0: That kind of feedback is is so valuable. Um, and probably you know, if you're anything like me, then then sometimes you know there's um a bit of a a, a battle inside you between the having a successful business making you know fast-moving consumer goods Mm -hmm. um you know and the current uh climate of you know sustainability and climate change and you know putting the planet first Mm -hmm. and i think that feedback that you received must really have helped you uh settle into that we're we're doing something good there's a purpose there's more to this than it's just a business and that's uh, that that must be a fantastic motivator for you
1: It, it absolutely was it was like um it was like the biggest light bulb moment when when all of this happened last year, um, and what what we did as a result of that was we actually rewrote our core values, and we decided to not keep those to ourselves. So we we actually published those on our website. Um, and we're very open about those and and what's important to us as a business um and we really we're we're a giving business so we're we're providing a service um for people if you can see it that way we're we're, mm. we're serving um and hopefully well we we can see it we're providing something that people are, are hugely benefiting from especially right now
0: absolutely well in in my time at um at uh, Paladone I was I was with Paladone for 6 years we liked to, we, we never took it external, but we, we often like to talk about how we were delivering smiles rather than mm-hmm. products. You know, it wasn't a new car or keys to your first house, but it was a gift and it was a smile and it was a moment. Um, and it was a, a smile as you hand the gift over. It was a smile as you were in the store and you thought yeah. of the person that, the, that this gift is going to go to. So it's great to think beyond the product like that. I read through your core values actually. Um, things like open mindedness, consistency, you've got kindness, uh, a desire to do better happiness mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. You're, you're clearly, you know, very, they're, they're clearly very important to you. How do you go about instilling those in your kind of day to day operation in, and in your staff's behaviours? How, how do you, um, how do you work those into it?
1: Yes, yeah, so it's, a, it's a really interesting question. And what we found, and especially because the team has grown so quickly over the past couple of years, that since we rewrote those core values, and we. Wrote them with the team that we had at the time. So there was an investment there from the people that we already had on the team. That what we do now is we actually, the team lives those values because when we're recruiting, we will recruit in alignment with those values. Right. So there's nothing massively technical or specialist about what we do here. We don't even ask that you are. A creative or a crafty person, we just look for somebody who you would have as a brother or a sister. So we are we class we kind of count ourselves as as being a family business. We call ourselves a family business um, because that's the feel that we have here. So I don't think anybody needs to be reminded of the core values, although we have them up and they're in the office and they're in the Mm. workshop and you know, we just employ kind. People who do a brilliant job. What
0: a great way to recruit!
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's the best way, and do you know what? It's absolutely the easiest way. It's it's not always easy to, you know, in in a first meeting with somebody, but I think I've got quite good um, gut instinct.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gut instinct can lead us very nicely onto, you know, the kind of the topic of the day, which of course is the gift of the year. competition Mm. um and you know with a a business like yourself a lot of products lots of SKUs. um how do you go about choosing what to enter each year because you know it costs money we can't enter all of our products into all the categories um how how do you go about that process there
1: sure so the product that won the gift of the year um in 2020 and for for craft and design was this cute little baby bunny And we chose that because at the time um, it was a a new product, which is, you know, one of the requirements is that it has to be a new product. But we knew it was cute. It had a face. (laughs) Um, It was easy, which is brilliant for beginners. So it ticked that box as well. And um, we just as a team, we just loved it. You know, we Mm. really we really believed in it. And it is it's now one of our best selling kits
0: do you think the the accolade has helped with that? Um, That's so as I say, you, you know, make a big deal of it on the website, which is great.
1: We do well. I'm absolutely certain it's helped. We've had an amazing year, but it's it's been an odd year to mm. to win the <laughs> Gift of the Year. Yeah, it's 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 been a bit peculiar. But you know, having the opportunity to do things like this with you, and um, earlier on this afternoon, I just um, put the finishing touch t- touches to a written um, interview as well, a set of questions that will be published. Brilliant. um so all of that has been amazing publicity for us yeah
0: good great. good and what about 2021 then i mean you know the deadline 27th of november what's that about um, a month away to get entries any your entries in yet or, oh, or are you have you they're, decided
1: they're all in yeah they're in
0: good 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 and how many
1: so i think we've entered three because they've, they've they've introduced some new categories this year so that's been great for us
0: good stuff what what are the what are the products
1: so i can tell deck definitely tell you about one of the, one of the products
0: it, are, the, are the other two embargoed the other two, yeah, top, secret? top secret they're topsy
1: i'd have to uh, I'd
0: you'd have, have to, to kill me you I can say it if you, say, if you tell me you'd have to kill me
1: i'd have to kill you <laughs> well let's
0: talk about the one we can talk about so, like, i'm not risking my life for this no, podcast it's
1: not worth it honestly it's not worth it so we have entered um it's a brand new product for this year um and we have been absolutely blown away by this success this this one product wow yeah totally blown so it's it's another needle felting kit mm-hmm. again it's an easy peasy kit it's quick to do so it's something that people can complete within an hour um and it is a little set of gnomes
0: <gasps> i with, saw them with
1: did you see them <laughs> yes
0: they're adorable the ones with no, the nordic gnomes the nordic with no gnomes. faces
1: yeah well you see there you go again but <laughs> they kind of have got a face we were laughing hmm. about this this morning because we were saying oh look we've broken our rule again and then uh we realized actually they've got noses so
0: they've got a big old nose yeah. they've got a
1: big old nose and, and you know maybe that's enough
0: Fantastic. Yeah. And why do you think they've rocketed so much this year? Are they are gnomes back in? I don't, I don't know. know.
1: Were they ever, were they, I don't <laughs> know. Were they were back in? Were they in before? I have no idea. <laughs> I kind of think that they're just, they're cute. Um, They, they look very appealing with their red hats. They're easy. Mm. And I think people really like the fact that the kit allows you to make more than one. So uh,
0: okay. there's a
1: bit of added value there as well
0: hmm. i'd yeah. say actually that along that same line um one of your other products that i i particularly uh that stood out to me was your loch ness monster which comes in <laughs> uh three parts i think it it? does
1: yeah yeah the, the loch ness monster is good because it comes in it's got the i think it's in four parts actually it's got a head and a tail and then it's got two, two bodies two bits of body so you can actually put you know you can spread them out and make the the longest Loch Ness Monster you can put, put them along your shelf like that and, and spread them right out yeah
0: fantastic so is that is that your your I mean the other two products are embargoed, so we can't talk about those but that's your your biggest hope is it for this year
1: I think it is yes let's let's um all out for the gnomes yeah <laughs>
0: all out for the gnomes I do like to chuck um a, a, again back at Paladin I was renowned for to be honest p- really poor product ideas um that's why i was
1: i'm not employing you <laughs>
0: no well I, I headed up the marketing department it wasn't really my place to suggest products but i do like to um suggest on these in these podcasts have you thought about uh knit your own face masks because i think they i mean that would be one i'd get straight in there Alex, a lot of fun
1: a knitted face mask <laughs> with, with holes in it so that you can breathe we... through it
0: <laughs> i haven't thought this through have i <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't leave your day job cool. yeah I'll, I'll
0: stick to the uh stick to the mark you could, have a, you oh, could put a stuff. lining
1: in it but actually talking about face masks we do have a face coverings kit oh okay which has been one of our best selling products this year yeah
0: oh wow there Unsur- we go
1: unsurprisingly in fact we oh. have two we had uh, one it's a kit that makes four we have to call them face coverings because they're not mm-hmm. we can't make any health claims there and then we introduced one that's got poppies on it so Oh, lovely. That's been amazing as well. So our, our next one's going to have um, Brussels sprouts or Christmas puddings or something oh, on Oh, yes. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Yeah.
0: Excellent stuff. Nice festive one. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Well, thank you so much to Joe Lockhead for joining us today and uh, wishing you the best of luck with your Gift of the Year entries.
1: Thank you very much. It's been great speaking to you.
0: Oh, no, pleasure's all mine. And um, if you want to see more of the Crafty Kit Company, then obviously they, uh, our listeners can head to craftykitcompany.co.uk. Uh, and which of your social media is, is best for people to head to, Joe?
1: So we're on Facebook. Um, that's where you'll find um, most interactive. We've got a Facebook page. We also have a Facebook group for needle felting. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Pinterest as well.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thank you too to our listeners today. Uh, don't forget, if you're in the industry, then do get your gift of the year entries submitted. And if your product catches our eye, then you might just end up with me on the podcast. The closing date is the 27th of November. So head to gift of the year dot code at UK to get your entries in. Next episode of the podcast, we've got a slightly different thing going on, as I'm going to be talking to Ross Berman from Ross and Ross Gifts and Sanjay Agarwal from the Spice Kitchen, uh, who are both seen regularly battling over the Food and Drink Gift of the Year award. So do join me for that. Don't forget to follow us on our social media channels. You'll find all the links in the show notes. Thank you to the Giftware Association for supporting this podcast. You can find them at ga-uk.org. And if you'd like to talk to me directly, then head to alexryanuk.com thank you again for your time joe and i hope you all have a safe and productive week we'll see you next episode bye bye